Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody out there listening. And welcome to Shouting Into the Void, our nerdy little podcast where we answer the hypothetical questions you never even knew you had. My name is Mike. And I'm Cody. And I'm Dan. And this week, it's not really a question, but we're going to be making fictional characters in Dungeons and Dragons. All right, so want to want to introduce our, our special guest here this week, uh, Dan. Uh, I've known him for uh, most of my life, all of his life. <laughs> um, he's, uh, he's my brother uh, by blood, and uh, he's, uh, he's around the pod because, what was it, over, was it Christmas or New Year's? Was Christmas Day dinner? You were like, hey, I want to be on the pod. I think you'd brought it up. A number, of all, times, all, yeah. a number of times before that, it's just the timing it never worked out. And yeah. yeah, we've been we've been working on getting you on for sure. So, yeah, but no, we uh we asked you what you wanted to talk about, and you know, brought up that we all play D anD D together. We're in the same D anD D group, and we got similar senses of humor. So, uh, we are going to be throwing fictional characters out there and discussing what they would be in D anD D. Cody, we did a similar episode to this with uh, actors before, right? Yeah, it, this also reminds me a little bit of what we did with uh, gym leaders and celebrities. Yes, where uh, you make a, make a Pokemon team. Yeah. <laughs> and how we gave Guy Fieri beef, chicken, and pork. Yep. Like a, a, a bird, a cow, and a pig Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And then like a Magmar. <laughs> it was pretty good. That was a good episode. That was a lot of fun. That we was fun. Do that again. If, if you haven't gone back and listened to that one, folks, go give it, go give it a shot. Um out the gate here before we dive too deep into this just want to get a few announcements and things out the way um we are on all social media at sitv pod we have a link tree that is slash sitv pod if you wouldn't mind giving us a like a follow a subscribe yelling at us on instagram because you know that's what cody reads so he has to deal with it um, i love it yep if uh, if it. you got something you want to say a comment or whatever uh let us know if you enjoy what you're hearing, give us a review. It really helps. We've slowly seen the listenership grow since we started this podcast. You know, we've grown from, oh, like 15 listens an episode. Now we're up around 40, 50. Yeah. You know, usually, sometimes like 60 listens a week. Seems small, but hey, it's fun and people are liking it. And if you consider, you know, like the fact that uh, you might want to support us financially, we got a Patreon as well, and $5 yeah. a month gets you an extra mini episode every week. Usually, they run about a half hour, so it's like two extra episodes a month, Cody. For five bucks flat. Easy peasy. Yep. And uh, we've been shouting out one patron a week. Who do we got this week, Cody? I don't think we have anybody. I think we're, nobody, I think we're up to date. Nobody knew. Yeah, I think yeah. we're caught up. Well, we can shout out Jimmy again, because <laughs> Jimmy was sending me a bunch of stuff... Uh, about Superior Spider-Man and the fact that Rocket Raccoon builds a gun that fires Groots out of it at some point in the comics. That's terrible. So uh, we got to have Jimmy on at some point to talk Marvel what the fuck. Yeah, we'll get we'll definitely get there, Jimmy. We'll get you, buddy. But back to building characters for uh, for fictional characters. Sure. Um, <laughs> I mean, you guys ever, I don't know, like you ever think about that when you're <laughs> like... Watching something be like that ability or that move that they just did is like ripped straight out of five E. I, I think I, I want to talk about that too. Is like when you just like when you when you start to get older and you enter the real world, you realize you, you know the the wide eyed wonderment and this veil of innocence gets pulled off of you. You're no longer a kid anymore. Uh, you're like, wow, this is what the world is really like, and it and it's kind of sucks. Yeah, <laughs> that, that same transition happens when. D&D has such a an interesting way of packaging character abilities and um, expressing strengths and uh, when you are watching any movie now if you're if you're a big D&D nerd you watch a movie or you read a book and you're like okay this is exactly what you said this this is straight out of D&D or yep. or you know or Lord of the Rings also, like everything is kind of 
pulls from the the old high fantasy in general. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's like when we were watching Arcane, like you see Jace tinkering with all that stuff and building all that stuff. I'm like, he's just an artificer from five years ago. Like, <laughs> he's just yeah, artificer a- came late, right? I mean, Art- artificer was in three point five, wasn't it, Dan? Do you? I'm sure, what wasn't in 3.5 fair <laughs> like if you didn't have it in a core rule book there was some niche obscure 30 page thing Splat you could book. find yeah, yeah exactly there was something that was published content that you could draw from so right on um so we're not going to be like statting up an exact character sheet for each of these different fictional characters but we're going to talk more in general terms you know, oh, they have a high this score, or oh, they have expertise in this, or hey, here's their spell list, here's a couple spells, blah, 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 blah. But we're not going to be like, I'm not pulling up a PDF and building it here. So we can, we can shoot from the hip. Sure. I mean, anybody have one that's burning a hole in their pocket? Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean. <laughs> Whoa. All right. Um, first off, fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> Mr. Bean. I think he's got to be a bard, doesn't he? Uh, uh. Doesn't talk much. Yeah, but bards just have like an See, art, and his art is like performative what if comedy. What but if he's like a clumsy monk? Drunken I, master? I think <laughs> I, I don't think he could be a bard because I would have to say that Mr. Bean's dump stat is charisma. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's actually very true. What about... What about a rogue? Because he always ends up in situations that he should not be in. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. I feel Uh, like there's a lot of examples of Mr. Bean being very, very dexterous or, or I I do like what Cody said about like a, like a messy drunken kind of monk, a sloppy monk. Yeah. Cause in yeah, his... like it's not necessarily alcohol, but it's just him, like his essence. Uh, <laughs> clumsy. Well, in being uncoordinated, he somehow is coordinated. He definitely has the luck feet. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. he definitely has the luck feet, and I would even go so far as to say that he he needs it more than once for long <laughs> for long rest. I mean, so he's got the lucky feet, then, yeah. Like, yeah. like you're saying, yes. So he he gets to re-roll uh, ones, right? Or yes. Is that halfling luck? Uh, half halfling luck is re-roll re-roll ones. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think luck, you can just choose to burn points to re-roll. Oh, re-roll. Basically. It's like I don't think it like has to be a one. Yeah, and you sure, can do sure, it. Sure. I think three times a day. Right on. Uh, sorry. So looking at classes here, I'm just pulling it up uh, on five e tools. Let's go rogue and all right so here's here's the rogues right we have arcane trickster assassin inquisitive mastermind phantom scout soul knife swashbuckler thief uh and there's a a few others that are not exactly shown but that's just off the top of my head here um let's see what about what's an inquisitive rogue do (laughs) Asks asks questions. Yeah. So like Jud- a, like an like a judges like a restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> Anton Ego from Ratatouille. Yeah. There you go. Um. Because what's what's his role? I've never actually seen a Mr. Bean movie. Like, talk to me about Mr. Bean, Dan. Oh, I oh just boy. like I just uh, to be honest, I just like looking at Google images of him. Talk, Mr. Bean, to me, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> You ever just like Google image Mr. Bean and then like just smiled? Can't say I ever have done that. We'll try it one time. <laughs> His eyes point in like slightly different directions. Isn't that something? Man. Rowan uh, Atkinson, right? That's the guy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He was in Rat Race uh, back when that movie was a thing and he played a narcoleptic. He would just like fall asleep sure. at random points. Let's see. I think it's. I think it, it feels like a bunch of like one-off little stories. Like it's a bunch of comedy like, sketches, right? And it's. I think he always ends up getting himself into situations that 
getting in way over his head either way then... over his head or like are 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 strange for his character but for mm-hmm. no one else um let's see his first name which he refers to as bean and his profession if any are never mentioned <laughs> <laughs> um in the animated series, he is taken inside a spacecraft with aliens who look exactly like him and even have their own plushy toys. <laughs> Fuck it, let's see. Oh, Mr. Bean is immature, self-absorbed, extremely competitive, and brings various abnormal schemes and contrivances to everyday tasks. <laughs> Man, it does sound kind of bardish when you say it that way, but... Non-charismatic bard. Well... He- He often seems unmindful of basic aspects of the way the world works, and the program typically features his attempts at what would generally be considered simple activities. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's to me sounds like a very eccentric wizard, like can't do basic normal everyday shit, but self-absorbed, highly competitive. Like, I do think whatever we're building here is low level for sure, right? (laughs) Oh yeah, he he ain't big. He had a big high level. It's not hero. rolling high, yeah. <laughs> I think he does have lucky. Um, I like. I like that a lot. I think. Yeah, he has low charisma. I I think this is a case where the <laughs> dungeon master, the, yeah, the dungeon master had him roll the, the the four dice and then ditch the lowest one, but didn't allow any re rolls, and he ended yep. up with like trash just, stats just garbage stats but his player character is making the most of it and is just having the time of his life playing this terrible terrible character <laughs> just enjoying the chaos like all right what are you trying to do bean uh well i'd uh i'd like to pop down to the pub and uh, swip in for a pint. <laughs> he doesn't even talk. He Does it, goes, I was going to say, he never <laughs> talks. <does he? laughs> I know, but his player, his player would. No, right? he just goes, he just, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, I hate that. that that's Mr. Bean. Uh, Mr. Bean, I am. <laughs> He's fucking, it was very Yoda. It definitely was. <laughs> Had a little Yoda in there. Oh, yeah. he, I mean, he's he's kind of an enigma, but his stats are low. He has the lucky feet. A bean enigma. A, he is. He is uh, difficult to stat, but maybe some kind of rogue or a drunken master monk. Let's see. It's, um, it's so weird. I I kind of like the idea of the rogue because he is pretty dexterous. It seems like, and at a bunch of like <laughs> point, like he can weirdly like stack things and catch things. And like a, a lot of this show from what I, I, again, I haven't seen a ton of bean, but like, it's always seems to be like, he has like 20 glasses on a serving tray and is like doing all kinds of weird shit to try to not drop the glasses. And then he finally like recovers it and somebody tips it over on accident, you know, or something. Stupid. Sure. Uh, very it's slapstick style physical comedy, comedy. Yeah, yeah physical very, very physical, physical yeah. yeah bean is definitely like he is that player like he, it's the classic prank on a new player right like I, oh the door's shut oh well i i open the door how do you open the door well i pull on it it doesn't open well is the door locked no well if it's not locked i i, I pull on the door i try to open the door you pull on the door and it doesn't open. And like Bean is sitting here trying to pull this door open for 20 minutes. And then somebody just walks up and pushes, pushes the door it. open. Yeah. And Bean looks at him like they're a fucking wizard. Like, eh? <laughs> now, see, now that one was less Yoda and more Tim the Toolman Taylor to me. <laughs> <laughs> he did wear a Michigan Tech shirt in one of the episodes. He did. Yep. They were a Michigan family. They... They they, o- they always had a bunch of Michigan schools in that show. Mm-hmm. So so I think we can close out on Bean by saying a fairly unremarkable mm-hmm. character sheet, yeah. but a very remarkable player. <laughs> hold on, hold on though, hold on though. Okay. What's Bean's alignment and what skills is he proficient in before we move on? True <laughs> neutral? I, I, yeah, I was going to say chaotic good. I don't think, well, okay, Bean gets himself, yeah. yeah and he's, he's very he's very competitive, immature, he's and self-absorbed. Spiteful. Yeah. Ooh. Chaotic, I like, 
true neutral or chaotic neutral, but very much like he's definitely got some chaotic energy for sure. <laughs> Not intentionally though. Not in, seems, that's the thing. It's more trying, the scenario than he's, mean. He's trying his best. Okay. <laughs> I has he been cursed? I love it. I, has a cursed he, item. That's Bean drew too many cards from the deck of many things. <laughs> he's, he he's, lost a bunch of levels. His ability to speak. <laughs> his soul has been separated from his body. What if what if that's it? What if he's like a warlock? Who's his fucking patron? I don't know. The Queen? god of clumsiness. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'm his patron, so that can't be true. What if it would be like a warlock and they're like giving Bean power, but his power like comes at a cost and that cost is him like constantly getting himself into these scenarios where like an like ent- social like awkwardness, basically like, a, like an entropy curse. Like yeah, right. anything, <laughs> anything that can go wrong will like chaos follows in his wake or slightly ahead of him. I love it. Like situational, like wild magic, but not magic. Just situational crap. Mm-hmm. Wild, wild, mundane magic. Yes. Like he he takes the he takes the coffee pot out of the coffee maker, and the whole glass part just falls out, leaving him <laughs> holding the handle, yep. like shit, like that. Oh boy, we can we can circle back to being at the end if we need to. But Cody, who's who, who's on your mind? That's a crazy one. Uh, I was thinking of uh that we could make a pretty kick-ass Artificer Iron Man. Ooh, I like that. But it it would take some finagling to get done, right? Like, in the Artificer class? No, because there's a subclass that literally is power armor. Oh, is there really? Armorer, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. See? Shows how much I know. There we go. Artificer, yeah, the Armorer... um, Arcane armor. So at third level, it's their specialization. Uh, you can turn a suit of armor you are wearing into arcane armor. Okay. Uh, it gets rid of the strength requirement for the armorer. It becomes a focus for your artificer spell, so you can channel like your firebolt and whatever through yep. it. The armor attaches to you, and it also expands to cover your entire body. Hell you can, yeah. You can retract and deploy the helmet as a bonus action. As it's a bonus the, action? It's literally Iron Man. As a bonus action? Yeah. Why does it take any action at all? I don't know. Uh, so here's here's some things at third level. Uh, you can uh, you can pick Guardian or Infiltrator for your armor model, right? So mm-hmm. Guardian, you design your armor to be on the front line of conflict. It has yep. thunder gauntlets and a defensive energy field. Or Infiltrator, you're trying to be sneaky. So you get a lightning launcher, uh, walking speed increase by five feet, and advantage on stealth checks. Um, well, I think I think this is a great, obviously a great baseline for an Iron Man. But you're I think it's going to take. You're some, over here sitting like I'm going to be Iron Man in our next campaign. It's got to take some tweaking though, like because your my character's name is Stony Tark. <laughs> That's exactly what you would do too. You'd have to name him Stony Tark. I'm I'm looking at the Artificer spell list, and uh, at at third level, Artificer has fly and hmm. water breathing. Do they have Holy magic shit. missile ever? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Magic Fuck missile yeah. is a... Perfect. Uh, wait, no, it's not on the Artificer spell list. It's a first fairy, level spell. Fairy fire for, like, locking on as advantage. How are you going to get Jarvis in there? You're going to have to have a... Uh, that could be maybe, a magic item. I was going to say, maybe your armor is, like, sentient. <laughs> or you start with one level in wizard to gain access to magic missile and find familiar, and you find, like, a ghost familiar that can possess your armor and just talk to you. I was just thinking, like, maybe in through your artificing or artificery. I, I don't know what the right word is there. Artificery. But, yeah, right. <laughs> you, you fucking around with machines and shit, you, right. uh, and magic that you accidentally, like, give your... Like armor curse your armor with sentience, yeah. <laughs> and so you, it's you just curse. talking in your ear all the time. You curse your armor with a dapper British gentleman. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm trying to think of all the things that I've seen Iron Man do in the show. I'm not as familiar with the comics, but like in the in the movies, what what is all the crap he can do? I mean, we've pretty much nailed it at this point. Uh, as long as fly, you've got a magic missile and fly and water breathing. And beam. I, 
Uh, he does have access like to Firebolt. Yeah, Firebolt. Like Ray of Ray of Frost. Ray of Frost Perfect. is another one. Uh, he punched pretty good. Yeah, um, strong, strong, very strong. He's, he's strong. Um, which you can empower your armor with artificial infusions. So if there's something you want it to do, like plus two strength, you can fucking do that as you level up. Mm. You can, you literally can basically just be Iron Man. See, I, I, I like the idea too, though, that you, uh, you play as Stony Tark, the Bard, who has an Iron Man suit. Okay, so you're saying that found an artificer and stole, like <laughs> won it from him in a bed or something? I love that. Sure, I've seen your armor suit. Only artificers have those. <laughs> Perhaps I killed an artificer and took it from him. Like if it's if it is true, that's the funny part to me too. Is like presumably you, the artificer would like have to be present for their armor to work, right? I don't know. Or could an artificer like pump out? Iron Man suits and sell them. The armor attaches to you and can't be removed against your will. It okay. also uh, so if you want to, but what, if it, but what if it was your will? What if you said, okay, you can have, you can be In, Iron Man for the day? Are there attunement rules to it where you can only like have one suit of armor at a time and then wait? You... Holy shit! All right, as this... an action, you can turn a suit of armor you are wearing into arcane armor provided you're holding smith's tools so oh, yeah. literally as if you put the armor on your action is bam this is now everything i had in my last suit of armor doesn't matter that that was full plate and this is a fucking chainmail bikini yep. like it's the same thing it's the same shit <laughs> how do you think how do you think jarvis would look in a chainmail bikini mm, thick nah, yeah <laughs> <laughs> Jarvis strikes me like for some reason Jarvis is like well, he's vision. Here, uh, uh, yeah, but I don't know. It is it is vision, I guess. Who who plays yeah. vision? Uh hold on. He plays oh. Jeffrey Chaucer in a knight's tale. Uh his name is escaping me. Paul Paul oh, uh, fucking that guy. Oh no. Bettany. Damn it. Paul Bettany, there you go. Oh, he plays the uh the bad guy in Solo, the smuggler crime lord yep. guy in Solo. Yes, he does. Yeah, the one um, that uh, I don't know if he dies in the end, but he's basically like Darth Maul's like second. I think he dies in the end of uh, whatever the fuck it's called. Doesn't uh, doesn't Khaleesi kill him in the end of that one? Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Good old Kelly C. Yep. Second level spells here. I've got uh, enhance ability. So there you go, there you big go. strength. Uh, I've got yep. enlarge, reduce. So you could make the, the Hulkbuster suit. I was thinking about not to throw us off, but I don't think this takes very long. But I was thinking about doing an an Ant Man who basically just like is a wizard Cast who casts enlarge reduce. enlarge, reduce constantly. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, but you would have to like you'd have to like kind of arrange it with your DM to like. Or like have tavern brawler, or like because the whole yeah. thing is that like the momentum is care what makes Ant Man right. good. It, you know, you can. Well, the the thing is like there are things you can do to make yourself a better like unarmed fighter. Right. I mean, how many times can you have enlarged reduce cast on you? <laughs> good uh, question. It, it that would go under the um, repeated magical effects rule. Which I'm not familiar with. If you know this shit, like elaborate. This is why we have you on. So if you ha- if if you have enlarge reduce cast on you twice, then the most recent casting would take effect. Okay, so it can only it, you can't one. yeah you can't stack two magical effects of the same description. So you would need that's is the same um, and then get enlarged. So it, yeah. Okay, so he'd be limited on either either end. He could either get really small if he was like a gnome, or he could get really big if he was like a Goliath. Um, correct me if I'm wrong because it's been years since I've played, but it's been I, years. it's been years. I think <laughs> I I feel like there was a permanency spell in three point five. Yep, you could make shit permanent. So. But there isn't that in five e. There is no permanency spell. There are some spells that include like permanent conditions yeah. in their description. 
Yeah, or um, like you could wish for something to be permanent. Like right. I'm just saying, like, or you could like you could you could true polymorph yourself into a different race of a different size and then use enlarge reduce to to, <laughs> to get access to the other sizes, you know, you could make yourself tiny and then like reduce yourself, but there's no rules against I guess what's smaller than tiny nothing. Right. Like, you just yeah. you just poof. <laughs> Um, microscopic. You, I, at that level, you'd also have access to invisibility, so you could just claim that, you know, once you go invisible, you're just the space between atoms. Right? <laughs> I have one for you, though, because Cody said our Iron Man artificer, we've done the Iron Man suit, but we haven't done Tony Stark. Yep. Tony St- Stark had very high intelligence, very high charisma, <sighs> I think he starts at a low wisdom. I'm gonna, I'm it, gonna, yeah, I'm gonna say that Constitution is his dumped class, a dump stat. I mean, he's a bit of, outside the suit. He's a fucking regular dude. Well, he's dead too. So, yeah, well, <laughs> that's fair. Spoilers. I, I mean, I hope nobody listening <laughs> has, is spoiled by that. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think think he has very high intelligence. It has Um, to be an intelligent. He has to be some sort of intelligence caster. Right. Either a wizard or an artificer. And because he does the whole gadgetry thing, it's probably a mix of both. Like, I think he's taken a few wizard levels, which allows for, do, do artificers get ritual casting? Ooh. Ooh, Good question. I don't know. I don't know the answer. I don't think, I don't believe so. So I think he takes a few wizard levels at the beginning to get ritual casting because tinkering in a lab and they they can they can they can ritual cast they can cast God. artificer spells as rituals that goes for every any any if, ritual caster but if I ever get to play again and not DM I want to make an artificer so bad they're good they're fun uh, uh I I think it would be interesting too if he if he did take uh some levels in wizard it would give him like access to his spells outside of the suit um which is represented kind of by like a lot of times he has a gauntlet or if he's in a fight and he doesn't have enough time to put the whole suit on he'll just put a gauntlet on and be able to to shoot and punch how do you do the how do you do the arc reactor in his chest i know it gets taken out eventually but that hmm for I guess you do reason, it the same way. Magical item, keeping magic sh- item, keeping sh- shrapnel away from his heart. I mean, it's almost like a phylactery when you think about it that oh, way. Oh man, that's oh, dark. I love that. Tony Stark, the lich, the lich. I fucking, I'm into that. It keeps his phylactery in his chest, like glowing. Y- Yin Sen taught him, or no, he, he was dying, and Yin Sen like stabilizes helps him stabilize the shrapnel with a phylactery like i have bound your soul to this gemstone and we've put it in your chest it's going to stop the shrapnel from reaching your heart but the only constant power source for it is your your soul (laughs) (laughs) that's really good actually i love that yeah i think he's better as a lich but he's unintentional. Unintentional. Just in the Hulkbuster armor, and you got to try to fucking rip this phylactery out of his chest. <laughs> it's a great villain. So Evil if he Iron was, Man is kind of cool. If he was a fifth level wizard, he would be able to cast Lightning Bolt. I don't know if Lightning Bolt appears on the Artificer spell list it, or not. I I almost I want to say it's almost <sighs> uh, it that one Infiltrator armor or whatever said that you had got Lightning something or other. Yeah, Lightning Beam or something, Lightning Launcher. Um, <laughs> you just yeah. throw. You're just naming. You're making yeah, yeah, shit. Now up you're now. just throwing shit. <laughs> on the wall. Yeah, Lightning Launcher. Okay, I, that uh, doesn't sound like five E. No, no, it's 90, too alliterative. Ra- range of ninety feet and three hundred feet. Uh, like 90 to 300. Is it um, like a piece of equipment? or mm-hmm. 1d6 lightning damage on a hit. And on each of your turns, when you hit a creature, you can deal an extra 1d6 to that target. So basically it's... If, I, do, it's 1D6, I assume it scales as you level. You know, it probably... I mean, yeah. I'm, 
Maybe. whatever levels you get an extra d6 but, or but the little like okay we're talking like marvel cinematic universe right mm-hmm. the little that's white, his little pew. the little white beams you know they were badass. missiles right they were for they were badass in the first iron man movie but it felt like toward the end they were just like you it know spitballs yeah spitballs. so maybe one d6 is appropriate you know <laughs> maybe that's about yeah. right i mean what i mean one d6 is gonna kill a mook pretty easily you know with a couple beams but it ain't going to touch thanos fair enough yeah well you have to i think you have to consider like when tony was building his suit his first artificer suit in the cave Mm -hmm. this was a D &D (laughs) campaign with a box of scraps yeah (laughs) he was level one he had to have been right or whatever you know whatever level an artificer could build a suit of armor in looks like third level okay so well, yeah. So, third I kind of like that though. If he's a couple levels in, that's like it. Kind of can explain the the trip uh, to the Middle East or wherever he's selling the the weapons in his origin story, and or at least wait, MCU wait. origin story. Wait, if you're talking, <laughs> we were just talking about the phylactery as the arc reactor. He was mm-hmm. working. There's a massive size arc reactor. At Stark Industries. Yes. What What does that imply? <laughs> it's his whole ass phylactery. <laughs> he's, he's actually a lich. I, or, I love Tony Stark lich. He uses it to power all of his like factories and everything. Like it's all the souls of the people. Any, any Stark Industries weapon that kills you steals your soul and adds it to the phylactery that he Love uses it. to power his whole enterprise. It's a big jar of souls back at Tony Stark or back at Stark Industries. Damn. Doesn't that just mean like according to the plotline of the first movie, it's just like the souls of a bunch of innocents from the Middle East? Up from around the world. I mean well, like Sokovia too, like ends up like that's why uh that's part of why Zemo puts him and Captain America against each other in Civil War because he's like Stark Industries was like ruining my homeland. Maybe what's his name? Old Doctor Boy gives him Yinsen, Yinsen gives Yinsen gives him his like is dying or whatever and gives up his soul to kickstart Tony Stark so that he can get up. So what what happens then if? your neutral good or chaotic good as i would say iron man is but you're also a lich <laughs> i i think that the the monster manuals you know if you are well, a i lich, think they're you are evil. Evil. <laughs> right exactly i think that comes from the requirements you know the requisite of being a lich is yeah. that you have to have a phylactery where you keep the souls of people you've imprisoned forever if oh yeah, this is my chest here. This is Yinsen. He stops the metal from going to my heart. <laughs> if if Tony didn't necessarily know that's what's going on, or maybe Tony, maybe Tony's arc reactor is his own personal little phylactery where his own soul is kept, but the big one at Stark Industries is just like some artificer gadget. Yeah, that's. I fair. think I think you can pull off. You, you could argue a good alignment, but making making Tony well, Stark your bad guy. <laughs> the, the other the other thing is anything in the Dungeon Master's Guide or Monster Manual or Player's Handbook is all up to DM and player discretion. So, sure. like, if you have a great character concept like that, and you go to your DM and you say, "Hey, I want to be a lich in the sense that I have a phylactery, and these are the consequences, and like I don't want it to be much mechanically. I want it to be more of a plot device." Mm-hmm. But I want to be like chaotic good. Like, I think they did. Enough, I think they did that thing. more, or gave you something close to that in Tasha's actually with a oh, really? warlock subclass because you can get it. You can get like an amulet that it just has your soul. Well, I think it has your like connection to your patron. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Some voodoo crap. Kind of like the unbreakable vow between Dumbledore and Grindelwald in Fantastic Beasts, Cody. Honestly, I text you later on after that episode that I thought that that thing that they show in the trailer was, I thought it was a time turner. You thought it was a time turner. You wish it was. I wish it was. <clears throat> Just ruin those series more. <laughs> introduce time travel. <laughs> I got one for you guys. 
Uncle Iroh from Avatar: The Last Airbender. Okay. Oh, this is this is interesting. This is, I, I I've already got some ideas churning in my mind, but Mike, shoot shoot your little shot across the table. Let me see mm-hmm. if I am thinking the uh, same thing. Way of the Four Elements, Monk, maybe. Yes, that is that was my initial thought as well. But he yep. has to be multi-classed into wizard somehow. Uh, um, Asc- uh, Ascendant Dragon Monk, Sun Soul Monk, Monk Wizard, or maybe wait a minute, wait a minute, maybe he's what's the what's the a light cleric and he's just a blaster like an evocator. Uh, with okay, he's okay, not okay, religious he, enough though. But if. <sighs> He doesn't. Oh man, it's kind of a requisite of the class. You have to be religious to be a cleric. Yeah, kind That's of. True. I mean, That's true. I like I monk. I think monk fits him best flavor wise. Like monk fits a lot of characters in Avatar flavor wise. I was just gonna say, well, the four elements or whatever monk is basically. Is Avatar, basically. I mean, yeah. So you could be a four elements. Well, what about what you about like be a, old? You could maybe do like a draconic sorcerer. Okay, I could see that. He's got to have high wisdom, high charisma. I really like. I think I really like wizard, monk, multi class, because sure. when you say light cleric, mm-hmm. a lot of what makes the light cleric that blaster is. They're domain spells that come from that subclass. And all of those domain spells are actually just wizard spell list. Sure. Spells that the light cleric kind of just takes. I mean, you're talking like, what is it? Wall of fire. You're talking. Uh, uh, scorching ray. Scorching. Uh, scorching ray is a cantrip, but no, you get. Firebolt's a can- Scorching Ray is a level one spell, isn't it? Oh, yes. You're right. You're right. I stand corrected. I'm thinking of Firebolt. Burning Hands. Burning Hands. Absolutely. Fairy Fire. What else? Uh, Lightning Bolt, because it's Iroh. Oh, shit. Yeah. And you wouldn't have been able to get Lightning Bolt from uh, from a Light Cleric. So I that'll think you have, have to be down. That'll have to be down the way, though. Yeah. What, yeah, if, what about, like, why do I want to give him a level in Barbarian? So he can rage. <laughs> well, there is the scene when he's in jail and he literally just exercises himself yeah. into the best shape of his like it's a fucking Bowflex ad, is what it is. <laughs> Get imprisoned by the Earth Kingdom and you'll be in the best shape of your life. There are like a couple scenes though, right, where he's like ripped or like he's ripped and he there's a couple a scenes guy. where he cuts loose. Yeah. Like like Iroh is pretty high on... He's like the Wu-Tang Clan. He ain't nothing to fuck with. Oh, man. Yeah, I... Uh, I don't know why I want to give him... I mean, Barbarian obviously doesn't help magic, which kind of makes it a little weird in the bending sense, you know? Mm-hmm. But... I, I, I googled Iroh shirtless... that's a dark corner of the internet you're preparing to look into nah he's 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 fucking ripped and also there's like a still from a youtube video titled uncle iroh prison workout (laughs) hell yeah at least Uh, you didn't find a diet plan right uncle iroh (laughs) prison diet plan just tea even his guards (laughs) liked him like he's he he's super charismatic He's super intelligent. He's very wise. I think his physical stats have to be his dump stats, if any. Yeah, dexterity like, or strength or something. Dex, probably. Yeah, but yeah. that's tough too in like the bending universe because so much of their stuff is like very physical movements to access their magic. I think constitution is his dump stat because he's fairly dexterous and he's all right strength wise, but like way of the four elements, monk. Let's see here. What what do they what do they get for four elements? Disciple of the elements. Um, you can harness the four elements. You spend key points when you use it. Uh, you cast you cast elemental spells. Um, let's see. Elemental disciplines. You can cast all sorts of stuff. Cone of cold. Hold person. 
What if you got cast. like what? I mean, what if he's not? I mean, he is pretty intelligent, I guess. But what I was just thinking, if what if his other low stats, intelligence, and he's just high wisdom? I think yeah, that Iro is the the epitome of wisdom. He's he's the wisest character in the show for dang sure. It's tough. Those older characters like that are difficult, right? I think he's uh, proficient in uh, persuasion. Uh, I think he's proficient in insight. Uh, insight for sure. Uh, definitely proficient in history. Arcana. He does the whole thing where he like t- t- talks about the other elements and he like knows, how, how, yeah. knows all of it. Yeah, Arcana is very high. Yeah, history um, probably. History is very high. Um, fucking uh, I, acrobatics, maybe. Ugh. Mike, did you say? Did you say sorcerer? I said draconic sorcerer, maybe. <sighs> I think. I think that's. Or like I'm looking soul? at. I'm looking at the the sorcerer spell list and. Even as you know, as a draconic sorcerer, you can pretty much just take all of the fire blasting spells. But lightning bolt is also on the sorcerer spell list, so you know, and you get stuff like chain lightning, um, damn fireball, uh, scorching ray. You know, there's also stuff on there that that's that's where it's hard because these classes also give those characters abilities that they wouldn't normally be able to do anyway. So. Sure, whatever whatever he is, he's like he's a weird niche between a couple of classes, right? Like he's he's definitely he's got like the wisdom and the poise and the balance of a monk with the raw destructive power of a blaster wizard. Like and he doesn't like to use it. It's it's very much a Yoda, right? Like don't make yeah. the old man drop the stick because when the old man drops the stick, he's going to kick your ass. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that something in there. I think that could be said for like any of the benders from the Avatar universe. Yeah, like very difficult to very difficult to pin them to one class. Yeah. for sure. Well, and like well, I especially about it. especially somebody like him too, because he's been around the block. Like it's harder to kind of come at this from a like an older character standpoint because oh, definitely they they're so like multifaceted and good at things. You know, makes it difficult. What sure. level is he? It's got to be high, right? I mean, or mid mid level anyway. I think Iroh is like, I mean, there's, he probably is lower level than like his max ever was, right? Like in his prime, he was probably very high level or, or did he start out taking a bunch of levels in like Blaster Wizard and then he's recently taken levels in Monk? I kind of like that because he was a general. He was in the military for most of his career, so he would have been like a conqueror, like empowered, like kicking ass, taking names, like very wizard like, like angry and arrogant. And basically, that's his whole thing, right? Is like his hubris and his arrogance got kind of got his son killed, right? I I would say he is not level twenty. No, um, no, maybe twelve to fifteen. I would think whatever level you can cast seventh level spells at. I don't know what that is, but I'm looking okay. at the spell list saying, okay, what abilities does he have or what, you know. Definitely has prestidigitation because he brews a mean cup of tea. <laughs> he can flavor food and drink with prestidigitation. I'm going to say that Iroh does not have power word kill. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Ah. <laughs> uh. Great character archetype, though. Like, love it. That's one thing I like. Give kudos to you, Dan, for playing an older character in our games, because that's one thing I like to do. Like, is play a character that's kind of been around the block a bit and is maybe in their twilight years and is just now having the calling of their life. Like, you brought that character to the table. I'm like, yes, give me that old man energy. <laughs> and it hasn't come up all that much. Honestly, because age doesn't really play a factor in the mechanics of how your character works. But I did make dexterity my dump stat. So until I found a magic item that, uh, well, besides the fact that I'm a dwarf and I have move speed of 25, (laughs) um, 
I, I've got a magic item now that like helps me jump. So I, I had right. I had disadvantage mm-hmm. because well not disadvantage but I, I uh, you know the minus one dexterity doesn't help me do anything <laughs> right anything physical ever. so dex is it's a tough dump stat it, it really is. is and I respect the hell out of you for picking it because like there's so many times I'll ask you like oh hey do you want to move you're like no I'm good here I can see everyone and shoot them with <laughs> I don't gotta fucking move anywhere well, it's like roll for initiative please and I'm the only one in the party with a minus one to initiative so I always <laughs> I always end up with like at like 10 or less initiative yep so either of you guys have another character it's burning uh burning a hole in your brain when when you guys did your celebrity D&D party yeah episode mm-hmm. did you guys talk about Dwayne the Rock Johnson we didn't we did not. I'd like to bring up Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I think this is a little bit of a low-hanging fruit. Sure. But I think there's a lot of different ways you could do this. I think, you know, there's a lot of martial classes that he could be. So are we talking, hold on though. We're talking the character of the of the Rock? Of the Rock? Or... <laughs> can you smell? Where does the real the rock <laughs> if you can smell? La, 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 la. <laughs> I what I, what rock are we talking about here? The boulder is. <laughs> I think we talk about the WrestleMania or whatever the WWE right. or whichever one the he is. The Rock. The Rock. Get, yeah, you guys are going to get hate mail from all the wrestling fans that listen. Oh, that's yeah, all right. Co- Fuck them, Cody. <laughs> Cody's been a wrestling guy. He can hold his own. I I have been in my in my previous life. Yeah. All right. So The Rock, he has levels in Bard because wrestling is a performance. I like that. He's also in Moana, but we're also yep. not talking about Dwayne Johnson. We're talking about The Rock, but he, <laughs> he can sing. He plays The Rock in Moana. Definitely can sing. Um. A bard and by saying I mean talk in his exact voice at you know a sing <laughs> like three note range, kind of like the singer from Cake. That, so- that song at the starting line. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> that song is just the Rock talking. <laughs> One might even say rocking, talking in tempo. Bardbarian, maybe I levels in bard barbarian. and barbarian. So high strength, high charisma. Because the Rock does. I mean, the Rock is slash was. Uh, yeah, a sh- brick shit house. Uh, and like a shit brick house. A shit brick house. <laughs> are uh, you guys? Uh, are you guys familiar with the Prodigy feat? If no. from Xanathar's Guide. Nope. Hit me. I- I'm just trying to think. You've heard those stories. From like 3.5 where you could do just about anything with your character and make him like a, a god amongst men. And oh, yet yeah. We've all heard that story where that mm-hmm. the guy builds a monk and it like grapples a dragon out of the air by folding its wings. The luchador. Yeah. Well, I'm trying like, how could you bump your stats as much as possible? The, the, the prodigy feat in Xanathar's gives you expertise in a skill. Okay. okay. Without having to be like a rogue or something, right? Mm-hmm. Athletics. If you athletics that and then took the grappler feet does that give you does the grappler feet give you advantage on grapple stuff um let me check player because i think you'd want to take the ability score improvement instead of taking so many feats but he's a human so you could start with the variant human (laughs) variant human just feed it up and Uh, (laughs) wait a minute you have advantage a, a grappler you have advantage on attack rolls against a creature you are grappling and if you use your action, you can use your action to try to pin a creature grappled by you. <laughs> oh, this is dirty. <laughs> to do so, make another grapple check. If you succeed, you and the creature are both restrained until the grapple ends. So, literally, you could pin a dragon. Like, Dwayne the Rock Johnson fighting a dragon in the sky. It takes off, and he's like, I'm still grappling this bitch. I roll to pin. <laughs> and if he out grapples the dragon, he can do that stereotype like bring the dragon crash into the ground. I think he has to have the grappler just so he can pin. I love it. I how about there's also uh in the in the <sighs> player's handbook, there's variant entertainer. Uh so you could do a background of variant entertainer uh for gladiator. 
Uh, a gladiator is a much is as much an entertainer as any minstrel or circus performer trained to make the arts of combat into a spectacle the crowd can enjoy. <laughs> if you can smell what the rock <laughs> is a cooking. This kind of flashy combat is your entertainer routine, uh, though you might have some unusual skills as a tumbler or actor. Uh Oh my God, Using your amazing. by popular demand feature, you can find a place to perform in any place that features combat for <laughs> entertainment, perhaps a gladiatorial arena or a secret pit fighting club. You can replace the musical instrument in your equipment package that you get from the background um, with an inexpensive but unusual weapon, such as a trident or net, or how about he's got a grill so you can smell what he's got cooking. Oh my God. <laughs> I was I, just on top of all that. I was just looking at the five e feats, tavern brawler. Yep. So okay, good. so that makes your unarmed strikes a d four. Mm-hmm. You can and, literally use a chair. Yeah, as and <laughs> and as a bonus action, you can grapple. Hell yeah! Oh my god! Or yeah, okay, okay. It says when you hit a creature with an unarmed yeah, strike or them, grapple them. or an improvised weapon on your turn. For the chair. Holy shit. You can use a bonus action to attempt to grapple the target. Okay, so wait a minute. Is the rock just like a fighter with a couple bard levels? So the fighter gets all of these feats. So you could take athlete. You could take crusher, because I'm assuming unarmed strikes deal blunt damage, right? Uh, They do bludgeoning damage, yeah. Bludgeoning, yeah, bludgeoning damage. Once per turn, when you hit a creature with a bludgeoning damage attack, you can move it five feet to an unoccupied space as long as it's no more than one size larger than you. (laughs) Um, And when you score a critical hit that deals bludgeoning damage, attack rolls against that creature are made with advantage. So he could take Athlete. He could take Crusher, he could take Durable, he could take Grappler, he could take Tavern Brawler, he could take Tough. You could literally just make the just rock. Just a feet monster. Just yeah. a feet monster. <laughs> I mean... Uh, the, the only issue I see there is that you would only ever do, as a, as a, as a fighter to get all those feats, you would only ever do 1d4 damage. Right. Plus like, strength. Okay, so 1d4 plus 5, right? So when I'm level 10, I have all these crazy feats that let me do all this stuff. You know, and you've got action surge because you're a fighter. You've got extra attacks. You've got extra attacks. You know, you got all that ability. So maybe, okay, I'd have to sit down and do the math on paper, but you're probably looking at somewhere like 5 or 6d4 plus... 30, free grapple plus yeah. 30 and a free grapple every round plus that could be that could be pretty freaking good plus <laughs> if, if your gm lets you get something like gauntlets of ogre power or any kind of enchanted brass knuckles yeah like there's mm. I, there are items out there that say hey you're you're wearing these brass knuckles makes your unarmed strikes go from a d4 to a d6 or yep. what have you or Adds plus two damage on every unarmed strike that hits, or you could all make some. You could make some awesome fucking homebrew bullshit too. Magic items that are like the rock sunglasses. That like, <laughs> oh my god, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to. It's like uh, it's like a free. You just get um. Oh, what is it? You just get um vicious mockery as like a a free. Oh, I free. love it. I you love just it. like tip the sunglasses down and it casts vicious mockery. The what, eyebrow what goes if it's, up. <laughs> that fucking eyebrow. What if it makes it so that, like, as a bonus action after you take a unarmed strike, you can have a free casting of vicious mockery, so you can literally get benefits for talking shit while you're hitting people, or whenever an opponent misses with an attack against you, you can use your reaction to cast vicious mockery. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, hey. I don't know about The Rock, but John Cena can cast Invisibility as a free act. <laughs> Stop. 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 You can't Too see good. me. Oh, it'd be so cool if it was like John Cena before combat, like before you take an action in combat, 
or before your first turn, you're invisible or something like that. Like, yeah, if you haven't acted yet in this combat, combat you're, you're invisible. invisible. Yeah, I love that. You got a quit. You got a character, Cody. So I was just trying to think of, uh, and this is just me not knowing five E enough, I guess. But um, is there a way you could make a storm? Oh, like from X. Like yeah, like, like a weather wizard. Ooh, absolutely. like I know you could do that theme for sure, but is but there like anything that specifically, weather, not yeah, not just lightning? Like, actually is there like weather? a that's like some druid shit? I was gonna it? say, is there like a weather variant druid of some kind? There or? is a high level uh, wizard spell, like modify weather or something. I think it's just called change weather. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Control weather is that it's an eighth level spell. You take control of the weather within five miles of you for the duration. Jesus, within you, five miles. <laughs> yes, you must be outdoors to cast this spell. Um, moving to a place where you don't have a clear path to the sky ends the spell early. Uh, when you cast the spell, you change the current weather conditions, which are determined by the dungeon master based on the climate and season. You can change precipitation, temperature, and wind. It takes one d four times ten minutes for a new con- for new conditions to take effect. Uh, once they do so, you can change the conditions again. When the spell ends, the weather gradually returns to normal. So yada yada yada. Um, you find the current conditions on the on a table that's in the spell list. And you can change its stage by one okay. or up or down and then change the wind. You, when you change the wind, you can change its direction. So there's like temperature stages, there's precipitation stages, <laughs> there's wind stages. So like. I got uh, one for you. Yeah. Not, not to, not to completely derail the train. And a 5e mechanically does require belief in a God, but Tempest Cleric. True, 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 okay. true. Bonus domain spells, fog cloud, thunder wave, gust of wind, call lightning, sleet storm, ice storm, control loving water. It's, it's basically storm from X-Men. I, I'm loving that. I think you could argue too. Hmm, I gotta, I, I'm not as up to date with storm. I don't think she's actually, I don't think it's actually like a religion thing, but it would be very easy to make it on a religion thing. Just make oh, her make, make the patron deity like Mother Professor Earth X kind of thing. Yeah, Gaia, <laughs> Professor yeah. X. <laughs> yeah, freaking Charles Xavier. Could you could you make a Paul Atreides? Ooh, some kind of future a seer, desert tactician. Dooney boy. Um, and I'm talking like Muad'Dib, like. Right, like the 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 God Emperor Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. boy. Um, yes, Diviner Wizard, Divination Wizard. Yeah, I don't like that as much, but that's probably where it slots in, huh? Or, um, Diviner Wizard, or like uh, knowledge, maybe knowledge cleric. Do they get foresight in any way? Um, and that is religious. He kind of yeah, slots into cleric, very religious. He does slot or paladin, maybe. Yeah, uh, devotion paladin, maybe, or uh, or like uh, oh, I was looking at who was I looking at? Maybe like a divine soul sorcerer. No, because he really doesn't use magic. I mean, he just he kind of shanks people. Yeah, <laughs> he's, just, he's a knife fighter, is what he is. Yeah. A precog knife fighter, which is fucking hex hexblade warlock. Hexblade warlock that doesn't really get you any access to true future seeing of any kind. Yeah, but that kind of stuff is pretty limited in D anD D anyway. Very limited. I mean, yeah. even divination. Time magic is chron- a chronomancer from, uh, or is that a chronergist from the Wildmount, the Critical Role book? Yeah, the, the chronomancy. That could be it. I haven't read that. I haven't read through that either. So Matt Mercer, if you're listening, get at yeah. us and, and correct us here. Tell um, us how to tell us how to fix it. Tell, tell us how, how to, to make Mwadib. Yep. I'm trying to think if I had anybody else off the top of my head. I had a non-fictional character that I thought it'd be tr- kind of fun so to try. Just a person? 
Well, I mean, we did the rock. That's, I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, kind of on this, it's kind of on the same level as the rock. I was watching the, I was watching football earlier and I was like, how do you make Tom Brady in D and D? Tom Brady, man. Football wizard. But he makes everyone catapult. around him. Catapult. <laughs> he has catapult. He, he, whatever class he is, he has access to catapult. Just fucking flings it. If He's also got to have five. the inspiration speech or whatever, too. Uh, inspiring or, or leader. Feet. Yeah. Yeah. Where you can give everybody. All I know is that he has a barbarian named Gronk with him at all times. <laughs> That's pretty great. Um, if oh, this were three point five. If this were 3.5, I would say he was a fighter that took the hulking hurler feet. Hurler, yeah. Which let you throw anything. You could literally pick up, like, a barrel and chuck it. Like, he could just whip anything. God, 3.5 was great, wasn't it? 3.5 was fucking busted. And it was so, like, it was so intricate and so detailed. Like, it was so bogged down. It was so (laughs) crunchy. Love it. Tom Brady, yeah, he has inspiring. He's a high charisma, inspiring leader. Um, he's a sorcerer, has to be. With catapult, has yeah, to high, be. Yeah. What kind of sorcerer though? Looking at the subclasses, uh, could be a warlock. We don't know what he does in his personal life. Giselle is his patron. Yeah, sold his soul to play football forever. Yeah. Madden. Undying? Undying warlock? <laughs> Madden is his is his John patron. Madden. John Madden. Rest um, in peace. Yeah, rest in R- peace. Yeah, R.I.P. R- R- John Madden. Um I like Brady as an undying warlock because I would love to be talking to you guys in like twenty fifty two. Yeah, well, Brady won his 46th <laughs> Super Bowl ring this year. Didn't his bionic he? arm. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, he uh, he does what it takes to stay young. <laughs> yeah, Brady's an undying warlock that has sold his soul for infinite football. Infinite footballs. Yep. And he's he's playing with a barbarian named, uh, named Gronk, who, <laughs> who just maxed athletics. By the way, have you guys seen the... Shoot, what, what are the Gronk commercials? Uh, oh, I forget. It's for the military. Ins- it's military insurance. Uh, USAA. Is it USA? It might be USAA. It's got to be. I don't know. And the last line in there is he's like, I'm special. I fucking hate. <laughs> I hate that commercial so bad. Because like, I just want to be in the room where they're shooting that commercial. And they're just like, Gronk, be real stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> we just well, want you to act like you're being you, but very dumb. Like. I fucking there's a YouTube video where he like it was the year that Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl and the Lightning won the cup. Mm-hmm. And so he goes to Tampa Bay Lightning practice to see the cup and to skate and like play hockey with them. And he's taking penalty shots on Andre Vasilevsky and can't even elevate the puck. And oh, I'm like, I'm sure. Stick to football, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if he played fucking hockey? Uh JJ Watt almost played hockey. I yeah, think. that's pretty wild. All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You got one to end on. I wanna, I wanna share my screen here. Oh boy, for for you guys because it's uh, it's it's a, a character that I think looks exactly like Rob Gronkowski. Uh, and uh, hang on, open a it. character. Yeah, because I've been playing Halo Wars. Oh boy, Halo Wars. Halo Wars, yeah. Like the old ass RTS game? The real time strategy game. And all right, I'm gonna share I'm gonna share my screen. For those of you playing along at home, uh you can Google Sergeant Forge from Halo Wars, right? So this is this is Sergeant <laughs> Forge. And this is Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> Hold on, he looks like the guy who used to be Spartacus, right? You mean open from a Gladiator? new tab? Open yeah. a new tab. Type in Spartacus actor. Spartacus. Yeah, Spartacus. You were talking to a cat at the beginning of that. Spartacus. This guy? Yeah, look at him. It does look like him, right? Is that the guy from Goon? No, that's... 
Hit that third. <laughs> oh boy, this is a weird like seven degrees of separation thing. <laughs> Sorry, everybody at home is like, what are they doing? Yeah, right. Podcasts are an audio medium, not a visual medium. <laughs> We're back to Mr. Bean. <laughs> the character. It all comes around. Not the real Mr. Bean. That's the Mr. Bean character. Right, that's just the character. Um, <clears throat> oh, boy. Do we have any final thoughts on Mr. Bean? <laughs> no, I don't need to talk about Mr. Bean anymore. I think he's gotten yeah. enough of my attention for 24 hours. How where, how on earth is it you? 2022 and Mr. Bean is still a thing? <laughs> well, I don't Who let this happen. <laughs> <laughs> We're smarter than this. I I don't think he's problematic, right? Like I don't think he's done anything to get canceled. I don't know. I I think he's done everything to get canceled. Well, I mean, can I harken back to the earlier portion of the episode where Dan just said, you guys ever just Google image Mr. Bean? Because I do that from time to time. And he's now he's ne- saying, I've had my daily dose of Bean. <laughs> Have you ever tried just doing that? Bean, meter. <laughs> bean meter's full. Bean meter's <laughs> got yeah, full. And bean then meter. It's like, now I'm going septic because I've had too much fucking bean. <laughs> Folks, if you have a character that you would like us to stat up for D and D five E, let us know on Instagram. Um, oh, thank you for uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for catching up with us. Uh, but until next time, my name's Mike. I'm Cody, and I, and I'm Dan. Thanks for ha- coming on, Dan, and for uh, for talking with us, uh, folks at home. Uh, Google Mr. Bean. Go for it. Stay Daily back. dose of bean. Daily dose of bean. Fill that bean meter. <laughs> roll that beautiful bean footage <laughs> only for the patreons <laughs> all right peace bye are you incapable of restraining yourself or do you take pride in being an insufferable never We're gonna have to go right to Ludacris speed. Expecto Patrona! Parts are flying from both teams. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over.